And now, PureFandom.com presents another episode of Brad and Court Talk. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome to our horror cast for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. For those who don't know me well, I've always been a big fan of all kinds of horror, but I don't think I've ever seen the original Chainsaw before, or at least not in its entirety. And Brad was like, uh, Courtney, you gotta watch it. Like, you just have to. I was like, why? He said, there's so many just things that we can talk about with it. And then he went off. Brad knows all these things. So we're like, here we are. Horror cast. Yes. We have a couple more coming, but this is the first number uno. Yes, Texas Chainsaw Massacre has always been a favorite movie of mine because it's just so wrong. I mean, this is uh-huh. a, yeah, this is a movie that just breaks right into it and it and it broke through the doors and was like the first gore movie to really come out and yeah, it's it's haunting stuff and it tells you why you you know, don't pick up hitchhikers. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then where you kick them out of the car when they do weird shit. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Before we jump into this, everybody just head on over to purefandom.com. A lot of great people over there writing out some amazing stuff. It's a show movie you love. Someone over there is writing something about it. And how can people reach us, Court? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jim Dev, and he's Brad CB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Check out Pure Fandom on Facebook also. You know what else is on Facebook? I think we're on Facebook. We have a couple of Facebook groups. Uh, we have our Van Helsing Facebook group, and that's not the movie. That is the sci-fi TV show that is completely awesome. I think we have about 300 people over there now, um, just dedicated fans who are very happy that the show is back. If you want to drop in, uh, we usually try to get together a live episode discussion thread for when the episode is on, or we're usually over on Twitter, or I am live tweeting while the episode is on, so you can visit, visit us there. Uh, if you happen to like anything on TV or any kind of movies, it's pretty much assured that Brad and I also like whatever you're watching. So you can check out our Brad and Court Talk Pure Fan and Podcast group, again, where we just post about all kinds of different TV shows and movies that we happen to like. Um, as a matter of fact, just last week, I was talking to our good friend Susan Monk over at Geek Girl Soup for about two hours, just about TV shows, the new fall shows, some TV binge recommendations, and Outlander and Power. Like we kind of did a deep dive into those two things. But yeah, we talked about a good two hours. I told her that we need to talk more often so that we don't talk so much. But I think we'd still talk for like two hours. We only stopped because we were tired. Oh, yeah. That happens. <laughs> yeah, we used to go on for days. Um, oh, my God. You know, Sense Anarchy. We could, we could do some Marathon long, podcasts. Yeah, if we want to do a podcast, we can do some seriously long podcasts. So just let me tell you. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What do you got on this one? Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, for those who didn't know, is a 1974 American horror film directed by Toby Hooper. And it was written and co-produced by Hooper and Kim Hinkle. Uh, so... I had, again, I I don't think I'd ever really seen it. And if I did, like it came out in the 70s. Uh, so I was an 80s baby. So I, I didn't really see all of that. I was more of a Friday the 13th, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street kind of girl. Um, and so when it comes to like the slasher things, like uh, I wasn't really into uh, this guy. Um, what's his name? Leatherface? Yes. Yeah. Like, cause it's really, it's really gruesome. And I think when I go for the gruesome, 
I like the hills have eyes. Uh-huh. And so I, I hadn't really seen this until you're like, Court, you have to go back and watch this again. Yeah. And you know what? You were right. Yeah. Like I'd seen the remix, but I'd never seen the original. Like it was pretty interesting. It was out there and I, I was yelling at the screen a lot, which you should be doing if you're watching a horror movie. Otherwise it's no good. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but it was pretty good. So let's just talk about the plot at first and then we'll kind of do a, a breakdown. Yes. What's his All name? Right, so- we'll get into that one too. What is his name? <laughs> Who? Um, Leatherface. Yeah, I got a whole. Yeah, I got. I got some learning for that one right there. Oh, like the actor and gunner. Nope. No, we'll, when, we'll get to that. Oh, we'll get to okay. That. We'll get to that. Just go for it. All right. So for the plot, Sally Hardesty, played by Marilyn Burns, and her paraplegic brother, Franklin, Paul, played by Paul A. Parton, travel with their friends, Jerry, Kirk, and Pam, to visit the grave of the Hardesty's grandfather to investigate reports of vandalism and grave robbing. You guys shouldn't have went, okay? If there's grave robbing happening, stay home. Afterwards, they decide to visit the old Hardesty family homestead against the home. Along the way, they pick up a hitchhiker, don't do that, who talks about his family who worked at the old slaughterhouse, kicked him out of the car. He borrows Franklin's pocket knife, dumb Franklin, and cuts himself. Then he takes a Polaroid picture of the others and demands money for it. When they refuse to pay for his artistry, he burns the photo and slashes Franklin's arm with a straight razor. The group forces him out of the car, finally, and drive on. They stop at a gas station to refuel, but the proprietor tells them that the pumps are empty. Probably not. They continue toward the homestead, intending to return the gas to the gas station once it has received a fuel delivery. When they arrive, Franklin tells Kurt and Pam about a local swimming hole, and the couple head off to find it. Okay, let's keep going. So they stumble across uh, this dude called Leatherface, and then he kills them all with a hammer, and then they die after he eats them. The end. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? I, well, you know, yeah. Okay, one, you don't pick up hit trackers. This is uh, back in the 70s. Actually, when I first watched, I didn't watch this film until the mid-80s when mm-hmm. I was starting to watch everything. That was basically, you know, it was back in the days where you went down and rent a video from a VHS place. You know, this What's v- that? VCR thing. <laughs> yeah. Beta? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I just actually VHS ones, I think, is what I got on. It was a funny, t- that was actually a funny time, too, because everything, I would rent things based on what the picture looked like on the front of it. Of course. Because you didn't have the internet, so you didn't know all this stuff. So you would, like, there's a movie called Death Con 4, which has an amazing artwork on it. Movie sucks. <laughs> but I got into this. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I remember it freaked me out when I watched it. It was because it's so raw. I mean, they did a lot to it with the filming, and everybody's kind of freaked out on and when on screen. You can tell that, and there is a reason behind that. So, when they were filming this show, mm-hmm. no one got to see Leatherface until they were in a scene with them. Oh, boy. So every time that an actor was in there uh, walking into a room, that was when he came out, they didn't even know what he looked like. So they had a genuine horror of, oh, my God, that's how everything happened. I mean, you can see it. You you don't get that nowadays because everybody knows what everything is, but they kept people separated. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, they kept the actor who played Franklin separated from the rest of the group. And and there was so much other things going 
on with the entire shooting of the show, which was kind of insane. Like uh, um, the, uh, what is it? The shirt that Gunther Hansen had to wear for Leatherface uh-huh. never got clean for the entire 45 days of the, the filming. Yeah, like they had no money. So like he was in that same outfit that just kept getting covered in sweat because they were in Texas filming this. So, of course, it was hot. So he was sweaty and then it was getting covered. And was that that's that wasn't real blood. Like, what what was that? Stuff? Oh, there's there's there a lot of real stuff in there because also so it was in, like pig's blood. Yeah. And oh God. this <laughs> even worse in the scenes when you're watching this movie, you'll see a lot of stuff made out of bones and stuff like that. Those are mm-hmm. like real animal bones. They Well, I, I believe that because isn't it based on um, Ed Gein? Right. Ed, Ed Gein's based on everything. <laughs> so, yeah, psycho. Yeah, he, he did everything. But they got deliveries from like the local pound and stuff like that of dead <gasps> animals that they used in the show. Uh, okay, so they're already dead. Okay, things were mind. things were really smelling badly in that whole entire thing. That they talked about yeah. that a lot. Um, so yeah, there was there was a lot going on. It was you know basically unlike any other show that's ever been put out, and they really didn't make any money on it either. Well, that's an interesting story as to why they didn't make any money because it, it made money. Right, it made a whole lot of money. Uh, they didn't yeah, make any they, money. Their investors were the mob. Right, because he didn't have anybody else. You, did you have something? You had something written up on that, didn't you? Yeah, like uh, they, the actors themselves, like they got written notes. Like they actually got shares in the movie, so they'd be able to get profits of um, you know when the movie was actually successful. But they never really saw it because everything went to the mob. So one of the actors, uh, he actually went to confront confront the mob confront the guys and like he got really spooked out but he still went back and sued them and he had a lot of balls because i wouldn't have done that right sorry no but um the guy who played franklin i think at one point in time um he had told toby hooper Mm -hmm. uh the director that he wasn't doing any more acting until he got paid so he got cut a check (laughs) to be able to finish the movie Right. And like hard times. Yeah, it was it was a lot of hard times back there. I mean, they they made it happen though. And I think the budget of it I think was only like $300,000, which is, you know, it was a lot of money back then, but they did it in 45 days. It was a lot of shooting, a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things about the character that we know of Leatherface is he's not quite right. So Gunnar Hansen, he did a lot of research on special needs children to kind of develop Leatherface's mannerisms. Mm-hmm. And also, if you look, if you watch it, Leatherface in this movie is very much the feminine of the family. Mm-hmm. Because there are no women in the family. And he has like, uh, I believe it's like four different masks that he wears during this mm-hmm. that he cuts off. And it's when he has the mask on is when he has the power of stuff. But he is not the one in command. I mean, really, is you know, he's he's there. He's got his own issues, and we see that as you go through the film. Mm-hmm. But and it's just one of the things about it. I mean, it, and that's also the big thing about the fact that the cast didn't see him until he popped on screen. It made a lot of a lot of impact on that. Oh, for sure. 
Also, the slaughterhouse I, that was used in the film is an actual slaughterhouse that Toby Hooper have to used to pass by every day. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it's a good way to do this if you, you don't have a huge budget. And the fact that the cast had to wear the same clothes for 45 days covered in all the gook and stuff that they were covered in. And then, like, the animal carcasses around. Like, he did a really good job of setting the entire scene. Because right. if this was one of the movies set now... I don't think they would have had the same effect on the actors. Like generally actors are great about, you know, getting into the right mind space for their characters. Right. But Toby left no room for that. Like he, like the, the actors were like, they felt literally tortured on this movie. Oh, well, they kind of were too. It was, it was horrible filming conditions. They were, yeah. they were talking about that. There's a uh, documentary that I had you watch called the shocking <laughs> truth. Look it up on YouTube. It's really good. And it was like the sound guy is saying he was, when I was telling you about the real animal parts being used in it and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And he was saying how horrible it was that they were filming that one scene for like eight hours and how everybody was, you know, having a hard time. It was hot and everything. And he was the one that was above everything. So he was in the, in the hotter area and all the smells were coming up and, Oh, it, it's, oh my God. and he was, they were talking about how when they got done, they just smelled and you couldn't get it out of your, clothes or you, you smelled that way until they, yeah um and the actress who played sally marilyn burns she talked about the fact that she had to stay like covering all the gook and stuff and like she had to keep her hair for con- for continuity purposes for filming she had to keep her hair a ratty mess for the entire time of filming and i think at one point like once they had done filming they had finished up and gotten ready to close up she went home and she kind of fixed herself up she she fixed her hair and everything and he, he toby was like um i need you back for reshoots oh <laughs> yeah just messed just, up uh, it just <laughs> gets, yeah it just gets you that way one of the other things that was is totally different about this show, even though this is a big gore fest movie that happened, mm-hmm. there is a severe lack of blood being used in it. True. Um, like, you know, Friday the 13th, everything else, he, Jason's chopping people up. There's blood everywhere. And there's really and the later blood. films, the later films, all the blood all over everything. And you didn't have to do that. Right. But there's really not. And you have that scene where Leatherface picks up Sally and puts her on the meat hook, right? Uh-huh. And he just puts her, places her on there, and she's just stuck on there. It, it doesn't come through. The hook doesn't come through. And there's so since the hook doesn't come through and there's no blood spurting anywhere, it just gives it that much more of an effect, I think, mm-hmm. compared to what would have happened had it actually done that. Because you just, it's just stuck in her and she's just there and it's, oh, it's just, it's hurtful. You're cringing. Yeah. That's what you see. You cringe a lot in this movie when you see stuff. And it's just one of those things, man. It's just, it, ah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what I, I got knowledge. You got anything else on this or I'm just going to start dropping knowledge on it? Um, well, just the fact that uh, Sally survives. So is she the original final girl or is that still Jamie Lee? Like when did, when was this out in relation to Halloween? Uh, it came out before Halloween. So she's the original final girl. I believe so. Let me, let me double check that. Um, Halloween came out in 1978. This came out in 1974. Yep. So she predates Jamie. Yep. And she made it. Yes, she did. Barely. 
Yeah, she probably um, needed help. She had PSD forever after seeing Leatherface. I think a lot of them had PSD after this. Kind of, kind of messes you up a little bit. I, I wasn't even talking about the actors, but yeah, like oh. just having to film all this and the fact that they didn't get to see him beforehand and like, except during their kill scenes, like that—that that was the first time they saw Leatherface. And one of the things that I meant to say, who was the who did the voicing over at the beginning of it? And I know who this is and I just can't. Uh, oh, for Texas. Yeah. At the beginning of it says, this is a true story based on, you know, the effects of everything that went on. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm pulling this up as I do this right now. That was John uh, Larkett, Larkett that did that. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he has a great voice. That was perfect for it. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, that was who it was. And it was a whole, you know, starting out like that. All right, so Texas Chainsaw Massacre spawned a whole lot of movies afterwards. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, some not so good, <laughs> and some all right. It literally all changed right after that. I mean, the next movie, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, came out in 1986, mm-hmm. which is 12 years after the original came out. That's a pretty big time jump. Now we're used to stuff like that happening, and but you know, it was a little bit different. More blood. Yeah, we had some more blood that kicked up, and then we had Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre three, come out on on nineteen ninety. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre four, nineteen ninety four. Uh, the uh, remake. Is that the one with Matthew McConaughey? Uh, I think that was two or th- which one was Matthew? McConaughey? I think that was four. Oh, the next generation. Yeah, that was uh that was Matthew McConaughey. All right, okay. all right, all right. <laughs> and then we had the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in two thousand three, which is a remake. I enjoyed the remakes. They made more sense to me. Well, and then there was a uh, two thousand six, which was the the beginning. And that was good. Two thousand thirteen was Texas Chainsaw Massacre three D. And we have the a new one that's coming out, Leatherface. It's 2017. Have you seen the preview for that? No. Is it an origin story? It is. Yeah. Okay. You, well, is it out now? Because it was released exclusively for DirecTV? No, it's not out yet. It's coming to the theaters. You need to go look and watch the trailer for it. It is very twisted. And I will get into that in a little bit. But I was just kind of rolling through. This is what we've had. We've had... Um, all these movies come out since it started. It's a pretty mm-hmm. good run. It's like, you know, it kind of went the route of um, Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff like that. We just expanded a little bit. We had some changes mm-hmm. onto it. These are, they're all decent. I honestly, Texas Chainsaw Massacre They are 2, not all decent, Brad. Well, they are not. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 cracked me up. I thought it was hilarious, but nothing uh, compares. That one was to, goofy. Yeah, it, that's exactly why I liked it. But nothing uh, <laughs> leads up to the first one. I mean, that's, that's you know. Right oh, no. Not at all. The first one is in the class by itself. But I, I, I like the first two remakes. I did not like the the one they had to follow up with it where it was this young girl who found out she was related to the family. Right. Did you see that one? Yeah, that was number four. That was Massacre. Yeah, I wasn't a fan with that, for that one. All right. so But I'll check out Leatherface. Yeah, check it out. So here's here you go. Mm-hmm. There is a tie to Texas Chainsaw Massacre that ties into Friday the Thirteenth. Do you know what Aww. it is? It is Kane Hodder. You know who Kane? Really? Hodder is? 
Kane Hodder, for everybody who knows, has played Jason uh, Voorhees in Friday the 13th since for quite a few movies. He's the best one. He's, yeah, he is the best one. He has done it for quite a few movies. He was Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Really? Really. So there's our crossover right there. Bam. I'm going to have to go back and watch. I watched the first two. I didn't see the third one. And so I have to go back and watch that one. The 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. The role of Leatherface almost was done by Dolph uh, London. <gasps> That's almost that better than find. Actually, that is better than finding out that uh, Jung Hun Van Dam was supposed to be the predator. That's awesome. <laughs> but he he did not get. He's he a was, big dude. Yeah, but he was not given a role. They actually gave it to somebody else, and I forgot who it was. Uh, huh. But yeah, so that he was almost there. Uh, Scott Martin Grinjam, I think. No, that's not the right guy. That's the voice of him. I think it's a good, the guy who got the place is. Um, oh, this is the guy. The guy who played in Texas Chainsaw Massacre was Andrew Barninski. He's pretty much a douche. <laughs> of course. He's a former bodybuilder, and he's like, he pissed off like. All the fans, when Kane Hodder died, he's like, oh, well. You know, it's like, dude, you were played a role, and you, I think you're all that. So that's just that little knowledge there for you. Interesting. And let's see. What else did I have? Uh, 1982, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was released as an Atari game. <laughs> was it anything like the Friday the 13th game? I don't know. It may have been worse. In this game, Leatherface could be defeated by small objects that get in his way. And one <laughs> of the things that was always in his way was wheelchairs. They were all over the place. That's hilarious. And you played Leatherface chasing down people, and it was one of those things. Okay, that goes back to Franklin, so that it's a connection. Right. Now, one thing here, we're going to get into something that also showed up in the franchise in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Leatherface has a daughter. Hmm. She has issues because <laughs> she does and carries around a doll of a dead corpse called Sally. <gasps> As you know, oh. Sally is from the first movie. Now, yeah. she is in this one and then she's gone. She disappears. We n- never to be seen again. But he's, you know, really taking care of her and loves her and everything like that because you can see that. But, you know, she dropped in, she dropped out, and that was, she was gone. Now, this Who's is, her mother? Uh, uh, more or less probably somebody they took and uh, held and ate and raped and stuff, probably. Yeah, because we saw in the second one he was all in love with that DJ. Right. So it could have been, I did, they never explain who the mother is. We just know that she's there and then she's gone. Mm. And this is a continuity issue that they have with the movies, the series. Well, it's it's connected better in the in the remakes because in the remakes it makes you understand that they they do keep women at some point in time, and there's right. a baby that just so happens to be there and belong to somebody. And you're like, oh, okay, they've been messing around with people, yeah. All right? Um, and one of the remakes, uh, there's this really awesome actor. He's been in so many different things, and he plays the sheriff. Arlie Hermy. Yes. He played Uncle Charlie Hewitt. Yes, Arlie Hermy is he's 
you know, he's in platoon. He's been in a whole bunch of stuff. He's perfect. He he's got the 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 uh, master sergeant voice going, and he's just uh-huh. the gunner sergeant, gunnery sergeant, and he's just he's awesome. He's great. And yeah, he, he like, did play great stop, roles. Stop, stop picking people up in the car. Stop yeah. picking up yeah. hitchhikers. Like so, I learned this watching the movie Hitchhiker. Never pick up hitchhikers. No, no, don't eat the jerky either in Texas. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, don't do that. Of. Oh my god, that's from the second one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like we were talking about, uh, her his daughter, mm-hmm. and I don't even think she had a name. Honestly, <laughs> that's one of those things. And this is a continuity issue that is throughout the series because they just keep redoing stuff and other people start writing on it and things like that. So, unlike every other horror movie out there, we know Friday the 13th is Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Um, Halloween? Mike. Right, Michael Myers. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Leatherface. Leatherface is what? What is Leatherface's name? Leatherface. <laughs> no, that is not his name. <laughs> so in the first movie, he doesn't even have a name. They don't mm-hmm. refer to him as anything. They just kind of yell at him and stuff like that. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, he is called Bubba, and then we learn his name is Thomas Sawyer. Tom and, Sawyer. And Thomas, like for real. Thomas Sawyer, not Tom Sawyer. Thomas Sawyer. And two thousand three. The remake, he is known as Thomas Brown Hewitt. In 2013, his name is uh, Jediah uh, Sawyer. So <laughs> they can't even go on a name. And I don't, I think they have a new name for leather, uh, him in Leatherface, too. Well, can we just call him Leatherface? That's scary. Like, no name that you're going to give him is scary. That's his iconic name. Even if you give him a new name, he's still going to be Leatherface. Just like Freddy Krueger is Freddy Krueger. Jason Voorhees is Jason Voorhees. Michael Myers, we know who that is. So when there's a mask, we're not going to look at that mask and say, ooh, I remember I had that mask. It was Leatherface. No, we're going to say, I remember I had that mask. It's Tom Sawyer because we're thinking about Huck Finn. And yeah, no, well, he's- we're not doing that. Yeah, I, I don't. Stop it. I don't know what his name is, but he's going to have a name because he's not Leatherface yet. He hasn't got there. So yeah, because they're doing a, um, an origin right. story. So yeah, we don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be there. But that's just a weird continuity issue that they have with this movie. Is everything changes? I mean, nothing stayed the same. Everything was different. And that's probably because it changed hands so many times. And it was. I mean, like, it, whoever but, wrote the story. But still, if changed hands, okay, we would have gone with, all right, so in part two, they called him Bubba or Thomas Sawyer. Let's just stick with that. Like, oh, no, that's no, because in, after part two, people probably went back and looked at it and Bubba, oh, that's silly. We're not going with Bubba. Tom Sawyer, that's a book. We're not doing that. Thomas, Thomas, not Tom. Thomas. Brad, you say Thomas, and it's still Tom Sawyer. Okay, fine. Huck Finn. That's fine. Exactly. All right. Well, <laughs> what else you got on this one? Anything? Because that, that's all my knowledge. It's a great movie, and I recommend everybody watch it. Watch the original. Watch the remake. Watch all yeah, of them. Watch the Just, originals, and then once you are able to, don't eat while you're watching this either. Yeah, a lot of people Don't became, have just eaten either. A lot of people became vegetarians after this movie. <laughs> and that makes sense to me. Um, and also, so do you know what the original title was before they had to change it? Yeah, but tell everybody. Head cheese. Yeah. 
Do you know what head cheese is? Yeah, it's stuff that you don't eat because it's nasty. It's gross. It's stuff that they had in the slaughterhouse. Isn't it like the the head of the cow or something like that? <sighs> head cheese. Uh, well, it's a it's one of those weird things that people in Europe eat a lot of. Also, <laughs> it is. Oh, it's a, a hog. A meat jelly made with flesh from uh, the head of a calf or pig. Ugh. Or less commonly, a sheep or cow. Oh, my God. And that's so gross. Yeah. it's That's my that's my American sensibilities. I'm sorry, you guys. I can't eat that. That's gross. No. It's it's kind of gross. Um, it's kind of nasty looking, too. It doesn't, doesn't look right. It doesn't look right at all. It does not. No. Like, let's, let's, let, no. All right. So one thing I did want to talk about. So I was watching a documentary and I thought it was super interesting that they talk about the different rating systems. Because when you're watching this, even back in the 70s, like, this is gross. Like, we're, no. Apparently it was rated X in some places. And apparently that's super bad. And um, they couldn't even be shown in England for about 20 years. I don't think people in England got to see it until like the 2000s. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Just because it's that bad. It was one of those movies. Not that bad. It's just that it's just it's dark. I mean, like dark, it dark, is dark. so dark. So, Brad, when we were talking about this originally, um, so we were talking about that final scene where Sally is being chased by Leatherface. And we talked about this already where I knew the fact that poor, poor actress, she had gotten cleaned up. She just knew that she was done with this. And so to get her back and then right headspace to be chased by Leatherface. So I read this article a while back and I can't, I wasn't able to find it again, but I read through the whole thing. When they went out to do the movie, they got out to the house and in the backyard, they found pot plants, like six foot tall pot plants <laughs> to which they had to quickly get rid of because the sheriff was coming out since they had started filming and he was on the out there. And this is back in a time where that stuff would get you put in jail for like 50 years. So they got rid of it and apparently they kept it around because they used it later on. But in the thing that I read, and it was an interview with uh, Toby Hooper, I believe, and they were talking about how before they did the filming of the ending scene, they were having like a dinner or whatever, and somebody had made like pot brownies. And the actress who had Sally had one. And in the scene at the end where she's being chased out by Leatherface, she is slightly on the stone side and freaking out because he's scaring the shit out of her. And you could kind of see it in her eyes are huge when you're yeah. watching the filming of it. So, yeah. Like I said, I read this a long time ago, and I haven't been able to find it since. And it was like one of those somebody did an interview with them, and it was just that was that place. So, yeah, keep that in mind when you watch it. There's a good chance that they were all stoned out of their mind at that ending scene. Yeah, but um, being chased by Leatherface or if I'm in this movie, wouldn't wouldn't you be too? Yeah, yeah, I would too. <laughs> and there is a, at the end of it there, once she gets away and Leatherface does his dance thing that he's going mm -hmm. with, he wasn't mm -hmm. supposed to do that, but. Uh, Gunner just he made that's he just started doing it and they kept it in the film. It was like, and that's good because that's one of the dance. things you remember most, right? Oh, yeah, his freaky weird dance thing. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, what do you, you got? Anything else? No, um, just I'm, I'm glad I went back and watched it. Like, we had a whole list of movies that we we 
we talked about doing and like a, I'm very happy that a lot of them were movies I haven't seen in a long time or haven't seen at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to talking about some of those other ones along with this. Yep. And we'll try to get more out this month. If not, we'll just keep doing them the rest of the year and talk about horror movies because they're fun. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It doesn't have to be Halloween. Nope. All right, then. Uh, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other stuff out there. You know, we recap uh, sci-fi shows a lot. There's stuff out there. Check us out. We do No End House, which is amazing. Van Helsing, which is amazing. Uh, the Magicians, which is amazing. 12 Monkeys is amazing. They're all amazing shows, and we like them. <laughs> yes, we do. So go ahead and definitely check them out. Um, Riverdale doesn't seem like it's in our wheelhouse, but it is because, again, we watch everything. Right. So check that out as well. Lucifer has been really good this season. If you haven't seen that at all, it's is it on Netflix? I can't remember if it's on Netflix or not. If it's not, just go, go find it some way and go watch it because it's a great show. All right. Uh, so until next time, when you're trucking on the highway, if you see some dude standing on the side of the road, don't stop. Please don't. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.